0: We're just going to hold for sound like now.
1: Welcome, everyone, to RCR Podcast number 99 Poison Ivy.
0: I'm Nick. I'm Brian. And I have Poison Ivy. There's your title. Every summer I get it. Every summer I try not to get it. And every summer I get poison ivy. Yes, I wash myself. I wash myself before touching my scrotum. And I still get poison ivy underneath my toes, in between my testicles. I always get poison ivy. They form blisters. I pop them with thumbtacks, where sometimes I let them go. I put all kinds of things on my poison ivy to make them not itch different salves. When I was little, I used to like use wood files on them with the idea that if the rash was bloody, that meant it would heal. So I guess I'd make them scab over or something like that. Mm. Difference to dust says, Hey boys, super spot boys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, We went through a bunch of rain here in Pennsylvania, and today's one of finally a nice day. You know, humidity finally broke. It was real nice. Um, There's no real news on the Appalachian Trail apart from everybody uh, is in big groups, and I don't pick up hiker dogs, no dogs in general. I don't want them in my car. It's weird. I have a kind of it happened over the past five years. I kind of have a fear of dogs. Mm. I don't like being around them. The, 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 when are, are they going to get mean? Are they going to knock stuff over? I don't like dog slobber. And I often feel sad when the dog's real friendly and wants my attention and then I'm bored with the dog. So cats, I don't mind because they just kind of like go away after a while. And uh, I like how they like me on their terms. And if a cat comes by and wants attention, then it wants attention. Great, I'll pet you, and then it says, "Okay, done, bye." So I'm not a I'm not a pet person. I don't like being around them. I really don't like birds either. Like when I come into someone's house, like, "Oh, we have a pet bird," I'm like, "Ew." And I get sad because a bird can't fly away, and then they just having a pet bird, I think I met use this, uh, analogy before. Having a pet bird is like having a air horn hooked up to a slot machine. Mm. Every now and again, you'll hit the jackpot and it's just noise. Mm.
1: Sorry, I'm fucking with my hair. Cause it looks so emo on camera, yeah. like I'm trying to be like an anime character or something. Uh, I mean realistically i'm the polar opposite i'm very much a dog person can't really get down with cats at all because well for one i'm allergic and for two it's just cats don't like me and maybe there's a reason for that but mm. to what extent do cats really like anybody yeah like i get the feeling that it's not really that much of a of a of them a, yeah an, 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 an imperative to make a bond with a cat yeah although for all i know it's something very much uh you know de rigueur for people who like animals yeah
0: so, mm. when we were growing up we had a dog it was a dog <clears throat> and then we had a cat by way of it came around we started feeding it and it stayed for 20 years huh. so no and it never was a full inside cat it would like sleep in the garage we'd let it in occasionally that was kind of it yeah Mm. so now i'm spoiled i like being in a house with no pets in it it's easy to clean doesn't have a reek to it you're not pulling pet hair out of stuff so yeah pretty happy with that well yeah it's the way to live yeah um no pets yeah so so i mean subaru's maybe gonna have a problem
1: the super Subaru, Subaru is- uh, Oh yeah, which really
0: the- mm. uh, My phone is over there. I already looked up the trouble code. It's PO something 04, like 35. Well, I have a cylinder misfire fire a cylinder four, which probably means spark plug wire. Um, but of course, of course it's cylinder four on an EJ25. Where is cylinder four? Back behind the washer reservoir. <laughs> It's not going to be as bad. I mean, there's a video coming out on this channel right here. This one, Regularly. uh, tomorrow about, uh, it's kind of a rant on the stupidity of pillarless doors. And, uh, so seems like others- I'll get into the misfire thing. All the misfire, like what's happening is you get a hookah 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 when you try to put load on it at low RPM. So I thought, okay, it's a Subaru. It can only be so many different things. Crank position sensor, mass airflow sensor. Like I'm ruling, I'm kind of ruling out uh, coil pack on top because if that thing were going, it would be more than one cylinder, but it's only one of them. So I'm pretty much sure it's spark plug bars. I've never changed the spark plugs on the ZJ25. That's another thing. Mm. Never changed the spark plug since I got it like three or four years ago. So, okay, could be that but you know, it's a Subaru. I'm not gonna change the spark plugs unless the engine's out, but yeah. now I get to change the spark plugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get to the, like, I guess the thing is that unlike the, like the windshield actu- actuator, I, th- I thought I could do that in an hour, you know, one day later, um, I ended up taking it to a Subaru specialty shop and the guy did it 30 minutes, what I couldn't do in six hours. So um just changing the, the, the window actual actuator. So, uh, I'm going to, the, in the next couple of days, I'm going to have my, my first time doing spark plugs on a Subaru engine. So it's going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to schedule this. I'm going to schedule two days where I got nothing going on one day to fuck up and one day to put it back together. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell the Appalachian through hikers, sorry, I can only take one of you because my station wagons broken right now. And, uh, all I got is the sports car with a, with one passenger seat. So that's what I'm going to tell them. So, um, forest says I need to change the, the number five plug on my Ranger every 500 miles, so damn. what's happening to the spark plug.
1: Yeah. It seems like an incongruous amount of work mm. compared to the car as owned,
0: you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so set apart two days for me to take the battery out, take the washer reservoir off, take the whole intake tubing off. I hope I don't have to move the, the fuse box and I have anti-lock brakes, but I don't think I have to take that out of the way on a a first gen or second gen Forester. I think I have enough room to get around that. To get down there at the spark plugs and i don't have for whatever it's worth it's not a double cam engine it's only single so um does nick still have the mustang yes i will have it
1: until it dies or i do so or until it becomes no longer financially feasible S- to one get, which, seven which i mean realistically it's like two, there's no valve it modular. already has gotten to that point <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I mean, uh, and it could even do a review that's like the one true Mustang. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I haven't done an S-197. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. Um, it's something that is very much um, in the back of my mind at all times because you never know when it could go. But again, like, you can't spend all your time thinking about it. That's what, you know, you have mm-hmm. savings for. So,
0: yeah
1: i mean it's something where like i don't think i could get something super duper nice um right now if i were in the mood to drive something different but
0: yeah most of the stuff like i think the cheapest thing over at deer lake is another second gen forester in automatic and uh mary lou wants seven thousand five for it which means she'll take seven without without anything yeah without but it has like 183,000 miles or something like that. So ugh, second Man. gen prices are, or I mean, you know, second hand prices are just way high. But I think there's enough Mustang out Mustang stuff out there that you could get a. I don't have. I don't feel like loading Facebook on this computer or logging into Facebook on this computer. But Facebook Marketplace, SN95 or uh, S197s are out there. Yeah. Hey, that's... Brian and Nick. Sorry if Tom was an annoyance. I introduced him to your content, and he's kind of special. Glad his Mazda Speed was a good vid at least. Hmm.
1: What Mazda I, Speed? I guess the Miata? most recent Mazda Speed Miata
0: that we did. He wasn't weird.
1: Yeah, I don't. Remember, I don't recall him being mm-hmm. weird at just, all. Just
0: the guy excited about his Miata. Yeah. As all people normally are when they discover, well, he this wasn't his first Miata, but whatever. Yeah. Still. Um, see, I'm always in this mood when we do this podcast because we do it after writing and I'm like on the back end of the coffee wearing off. Yep, right. And yeah. I get
1: the tea because I can't get another coffee or else the rest of my night is just going to be filled with stress. So it's something where I just get the tea to kind of be straddling that middle line between getting an extra little bit of boost and not getting so oh, much shit, of it I should that I'm not subcont- as well I, mean, I can always
0: do it I mean, yeah tea packs out there
1: you I mean, have a hit of my uh this is a mint tea so hell
0: yeah uh do i want to work out today yeah i gotta, I gotta help my brother move tomorrow uh so other things gotta nah, not gotta I agreed to i haven't seen him in months um so what that means is yeah i gotta go to the gym after this i got a mail i got a mail back the old um rock auto threw me free parts they, they threw me a free when when uh um actuator but we had to get a second one so they just need it back so i have it all boxed up like on my on my way to the gym i'll I think the Dollar General lets you drop off uh, FedEx boxes or something like yeah, that. That's nice. If not that, it would just be the staples. Hmm. Man, it's nice outside, but I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's nice like, I don't care.
1: I was uh, helping someone do some gardening yesterday. And by help, I mean doing like literally the bare minimum, because I have no idea what gardening entails, but It was so cool out and this was after it had been like heated and overcast all day Mm. it was like the clearest example of random pennsylvania weather it was just so abruptly chilly and then i woke up stupid early this morning um to and 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 that's a good thing but because i normally don't but also you know what are you gonna do you know uh it's like, I don't really have um, like qualms with being a morning person, but it's just not how I naturally gravitate. So yeah. And so now like I'm trying to use the extra morning time to uh, write this best man speech for my brother's wedding, which again, I still, I'm getting to the point where like, I need to be honest for Mm -hmm. it to work because You know, my brother and I don't have a lot in common doesn't mean we don't love each other, but as I've said before, but it's something where, you know, I do have to say like, well, you know, there were times as when I was younger where I was like worried how you'd turn out because no, 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 not, not like in that way. But I mean, like worried that like he might like die in a car accident or something.
0: Is that a line? No, no. Oh, good no that's that not, not a line. no
1: it's not a literal line but like
0: it no, would it's not meaning that's not a line you put in, in it, that movie. I put in it
1: no because okay. like the sentiment though like it's that when we were young I used to worry about you a lot or I used to want to like look out for you a lot because I was worried that you know bad things would happen to you it's kind of how I feel about my nephew um but um you know it's even though I'm only like <sighs> 14 15 months older than he is like i have always felt like this you know avuncular relationship to him to where i always wanted to make sure that like bad things didn't happen but then you also have to realize that after a certain point you can't prevent bad things from happening to someone that's not within your power and you have to recognize your own limitations so when i say i was worried about how he would turn out i don't mean like he would be in jail or anything Mm. i just mean that like i would worry that i don't know like that he would be a person who you know uh, would find himself having a rough time of life you know Mm. because things and really those were the types of worries that i should have been having about myself because i wasn't as naturally gregarious as he was and still is Mm. you know Uh, friends didn't well i won't say friends didn't come as easily but it's not the same as having that sort of effortless confidence you know yeah and i've always admired that about my brother because he's always had this sort of confidence about him um and he's always been very much of a go-getter you know Mm. and i've really admired that too because i don't have that natural inclination towards wanting to make things happen um i mean i suppose i have it a bit now over Mm. the time with rcr which has really helped but in a general sense like i would just want to talk about how you know um i'm glad to see that you know you're doing well and that but like obviously something that's more substantial than just being like You know, hey, I'm glad, you know, bad things such as they were, like, didn't really happen to you in the way that I feared. I would want to say something more along the lines of, um, I mean, you turned out to be a better man than even I expected you to. Which, again, though, it's like a backhanded compliment because I did, like, think he would turn out well. It's just I've always had this fear in my back that he wouldn't or back of my head. And so it's just strange. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, ah, uh, it, it's so hard to kind of write in a way where you don't feel like you're on the edge of saying the wrong thing without right. meaning to, you hope that people will intrinsically give you the benefit of the doubt and know that you don't intend any harm or ill will, but too often I find that isn't really the case and that people read into your intentions without really meaning to investigate them where it's almost like people want to be hurt. And I know that's not really the case. I'm talking about like the past past where, you know, I've had like friends who took something I said the wrong way and didn't want to hear things otherwise. And I guess that's something that sort of carries in today, you know, but- ultimately I feel things are a lot better now where people don't seem as focused on misreading intentions where, you know, it feels like by now the people I have in my life know me and know what I'm like and know that I don't mean to cause harm to anybody. Mm -hmm. And so if I say something stupid, like they give me the benefit of the doubt because I'm not like, I say dumb things, but I don't, think i say dumb harmful things so it's a balancing act i don't know mm. yeah but uh yeah and do we upload the podcast recordings to spotify yes we do mm-hmm. um and to podcast addict and i want to say google and itunes and the rest of them um it's just our rss feed up on shout engine so check out shoutengine.com/ regular car reviews podcast. Cause that's where it goes first. And then the RSS feed, however long it takes to get on <coughs> there. Bless you. <coughs> bless you again. And places like stitcher <coughs> bless you times three. Um, yeah. Uh, granted it's an issue where like, I'm not entirely sure how long it'll take for the podcast to go up because I end up, I have to go home and like edit it first and you know, just, it's it's like this is the easier way to watch a podcast but usually it's like a day or two later so um anyway yeah
0: 2006 ford mustang gt deluxe $16,000 this is a beautiful mustang if you're a col- wrong, you're a Ugh. collector or someone looking for a reliable and fast and overall highly rated vehicle, or you just wanted a Mustang, this is for you. This has only forty four thousand miles on it and has been upgraded with a new exhaust and brand new Michelin Pilot tires and throttle body and has been tuned with a Barma tuner that will be included. Also, an upgraded sound system. Come see for yourself and make an offer. Do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. You're in where? You're in Jersey. There's no phone number here.
1: Oh, that's that's sketch.
0: Oh, unless it's under contact. Mm. Yes, I'm a human.
1: Oh, but first you got to pick out the.
0: Pl- pick each collector's container car. Well, that's one. That's one. That's technically a truck, but maybe we'll verify. And now we got it. his name's Mike. And there's no phone number. So you gotta go through the email thing on Craigslist. And on general principle, I don't have Facebook on my phone. Smart man. Uh that's a scam right there. Here's a 2012 with the five O. You want this one? You'll be learning to stick. Hmm. And why has the airbag deployed? Yeah. Yeah. Give me the vehicle history report. Oh, yeah, it's been fucked up yep oh he had before yeah like in the in the uh oh okay yeah all of them were shots from behind and i didn't quite notice that until i saw the front has been smashed in that's twenty five thousand dollars. you don't want a convertible no i don't
1: um because i don't even drive with the windows down that's not not really appealing to me because the noise (laughs) like it's loud enough inside the mustang Mm.
0: And that's another ten grand. Uh, I have a two thousand and nine Ford Mustang GT five speed. It's a V eight with an aftermarket exhaust. Very powerful car, super fun to drive. Hmm. Comes with a moonroof. Very clean. Ten grand. Why do they all want ten grand? Like they, they, it's like. That's how, how many miles are on this thing? Does he even say? It's in Bethlehem. If if you say
1: Facebook or if you we, if we were doing Facebook Marketplace, miles. if we were doing like The prices Right with Facebook Marketplace, ten thousand dollars would be the one dollar bid. Yeah, it'd be like, well, you know, Drew, Bob, whoever, I'll Tim, I'll go with a one dollar. I'll go with ten thousand. dollars. price,
0: ten grand. I paid fifteen for my Sarah. Mm. 10 grand for a stick shift Ford Mustang GT. it's yeah. A hard top. Oh, uh, is this a convertible? No, it's not. Oh, it's got louvers on. It. It's another five. Ugh. I think this girlfriend making me sell it. I don't know. It has gr- Oh, this one didn't write anything fun it Just said limited edition California special, whatever the hell that means. It's stick shift, 138,000 miles, $15,000. And they're shushing the car because they're gonna find out where I live. Yep. Um, All right. So you're looking between ten and twenty, really, for a. Mm -hmm. Wait. When did they? When did it end? When did the what? S N ninety five or S N the S one ninety seven end? Oh, I don't have the first idea. Uh, I guess I'll just go to Super Chess. This, nothing really happened in the past week. I mean, all I did was just work and go home. I saw
1: a weird movie from 1992 called Mikey. Mm-hmm. It's the most 90s horror movie I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It's about a little boy named Mikey who mm-hmm. uh, bad things happen to <sighs> every foster family in which he's placed. Um, but despite it being very cheaply shot and acted it is remarkable in the sense that it follows the hitchcock's psycho approach of giving you violence in the opening and then spending the rest of the movie like churning dread because
0: Mm.
1: you know the movie's less than two hours but a good hour of it is just building up to the next time mikey does something and this is a nine-year-old kid who is like murdering like his entire foster family I think he like you know he drowns his sister he he, um oh what does he oh he electrocutes his mother by throwing like a thing in the bathtub this is in the opening and then he like home alones the kitchen by putting like these marbles on the floor so that when his dad comes in and sees like his daughter floating in the pool like he starts like (laughs) they play it as like a dark comedy even though the rest of the movie really isn't but he goes crashing through the glass window and then mikey shows up with a baseball bat and oh god i forget what cheesy like action movie or horror movie line he says of something like you know uh like I've always been more of a hitter that or some, some stupid thing like that. And then he just like, you don't see him do it, but mm. he just beats the, it's, you know, bludgeons his dad with the baseball bat, which, okay, you're nine years old. How, how do you have enough like yeah strength and force to be able to do But again, like if you just turn off your brain and not pick things apart, which is something I really need to stop doing if I'm uh, uh, like, you'll really enjoy it because it's mm-hmm. an enjoyable, weird, dreadful movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Super chat.
0: Evan such. Paul, thank you for your donation. Says, I haven't been able to catch a podcast live in ages. Just so you know, a 2013 Ford Transit Connect with a driver and 750 pounds of stuff in it does zero to 60 in 17 seconds.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: That's cool. Well, I guess foot on the floor, a little four banger. Maybe you have a turbo, maybe you don't. Mm. Cool. Well, thank you for the donation. uh so it accelerates probably it's probably doing that with a four banger and if you had the old econo lines with like i don't know if they were running like a 427 or or something like that or ford's version of a 383 just a crate v8 in there or maybe they were just all windsor five those um that's what you got probably the exact same thing Not Ben 101 says, ever consider doing a MotorWeek parody review? Like, it'd be funny for about eight seconds, because all I'd be doing is just doing an impression of John Davis. And just just projecting, like, I have a microphone. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to project now, because I'm going to peak all over the place. But just projecting my voice when I'm clearly mic'd up. So and but that's it but John Davis has been in the game since like I think like 879 or something like that. hot damn. Yeah. Uh ambient whooshing. Thank you for the nation. Yo, sour grapes turn juicy as fuck. This guy just got a Lake Chalet agreement signed. Hey yo, feels goof at 39 pushing 40 engage 1 month ago. Good, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. I, to be honest, before
1: the, uh, the engage thing, I have no idea what he's talking about. Mm,
0: yeah. I guess he's accumulating the talismans of the civilized life. Mm. Let me know what it feels like. Yeah. WJB says, this is my first super chat. Well done. And this is my first time reading your first super chat. Ooh, who's pulling up? I don't know. Yeah uh david Irwin says i don't have anything clever to say right now other than keep doing your thing here's a little something for you guys hey i appreciate it thank you so much yeah we'll use it to i don't know any places i want to drive but now that the sarah like bruce said don't worry about the noise it's making just drive it i want to drive it really far yeah because now after doing all those back extensions my back doesn't hurt when i drive the car anymore so now that saved me a bunch of money by not no longer having to get the seats like repacked with foam just work on the soft bit of meat that's sitting in the seat i want to drive it really far i want to again go out to visit foster and donovan because it's weird like we're here in mid-state pennsylvania we don't know any other youtubers yeah it's just us there's yeah. no one else hustling out here. The closest people, you know, is Adler the Eagle, but he's way out in Cincinnati. And then and then there's that's it. There's like then I know Frederick Newton, but that's Portland, Oregon. Yeah, who else is there?
1: I mean, like that we of, hang out with. I mean, a lot of the people that
0: Freddie Hernandez. But that's I was at his house once. I mean, down there, in Florida, uh,
1: there's a standing offer from um, Hoover, Uh to, There is. Yeah. I told you it, it, i told you about it on the podcast too i forget which number um uh, but when i asked him to be in the christmas music video he's like yeah sure and if you guys are ever in blah 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 just consider where does like, he live i
0: don't remember i don't know where <laughs> he live. wait um, if he's out there with car wizard that does he live in kansas
1: I, it's somewhere
0: like that's not california okay because i feel like we people to, in the chat are probably saying he lives in kansas does he live in omaha yeah
1: um don't know someone said there are a ton of PA youtubers but it's all hiking
0: peeps okay
1: um which I mean might be an on-brand type thing but
0: yeah
1: there used to be a lot more youtubers like well-known youtubers from here like you know between Lindsay Ellis and like Doug Um, right yeah but then they all like
0: went out California m3 which I think he lives in Pittsburgh but he travels a lot so I don't know yeah and it, it's and he just like supercars. And like every time we're in a supercar, we're like, eh, we're in a McLaren 675 LT. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. He says, uh, Hoovy is in Wichita. Wichita. Tony Airlines was just there. Oh, wow. He was there last night. T money. He showed me, uh, th- did I show you the picture he sent me? No. Uh, th- this wasn't Wichita. He was like, got delayed down at Dulles because of the thunderstorms we were having. Yeah. I'm not going to, you can check out his channel. I'm not going to post this. It's a killer photograph. Oh, It's like a one in a million shot. That's that not something a that you, a million that's, million that's, shot. that's not something you like share to instill like confidence, but it's like, look, planes get struck by lightning all the damn time. It's not a plane getting struck by lightning. It's just nice outline of a plane on the tarmac. And then a nice big old fat lightning bolt coming down. Yeah. But he, that, that wasn't, the only shot he got, he was just like snapping them.
1: Damn. Well, good on him. Cause he's like killing it. I mean, his Instagram is genuinely entertaining.
0: Yeah. Um, It's so man, he was in Wichita. So it's not Tony knows there's, there's a big YouTuber out there who likes RCR. And if you're ever in Wichita, you can do that. So I wonder how I'm going to remember to tell him that David, David Irwin says, I don't have anything. Okay. We got you. Jesse, thank you for your donation. Says the bag is also a hat. Yeah, the bag is also a hat. The bag's over there in a basket. Mm. Um we're just doing variations now of a bag is not a hat in various languages for uh. No, wait, I didn't do it back. I gotta do that in in like Google Translate every single time. Man. Wagon Waifu says here's the Here's to the weather, which feels like a rebate, a rebate for springtime. Just arrived after mailing a coupon a month ago. Yeah, because we had summer, and now we got spring. Now we got very early spring out there again. And yep. next week there is going to be a 90 degree day. I feel sorry for the. I wish I could like convince hikers not to mail their their cold weather bag home until the first of the ju- first of uh, July, because this happens every year. In June, yeah. there will be a cold snap. Like, I slept so well last night. I had the window open, and I was under two heavy blankets. Yeah. And I I didn't even get up to pee. I just slept all the way through. So I'm not really that tired. I'm just coming down off the coffee. But the last few days without the – I didn't have, like, a full night's sleep. And also, I agreed to pick up hikers in the morning. So this thing has been happening where I go to bed at, like – I fall asleep around 1230 and i wake up at like 5 45 like thunk i'm awake now and i'm like fuck, uh, and i just can't get comfortable i'm a little bit too hot but i don't want to turn the air conditioner on because that thing's too loud i don't like sleeping with earplugs in so what i've been doing is just taking a melatonin gummy which then takes me to dreamland whether i want to or not and i do fall back asleep but then i'll sleep to like 11. yeah and then i'll be then it takes me a while to get my wheels moving and then i'm usually productive by like noon yeah so but but this cold weather like i forgot how much i like this and just the the big time cold that i guess it's more like liking being under the weight of the blanket which which means go get a weighted blanket
1: yeah 15 pounds i want to say yeah um it's very nice does it work uh yeah it gives me the sensation of being like I don't know if swaddles the right word but it's a little more like being held than a regular blanket mm. and so and they come in various weights. you know it was a christmas gift for my sister so mm-hmm. uh i enjoy weighted blankets now and almost can't fathom going back to regular ones if i'm sleeping by myself mm-hmm. and so it's very nice to kind of just have that as an option but also um i don't know like a lot of it is it like once the summer rolls around you kind of have to like put it away and just mm-hmm. not have it nearby because it mm-hmm. it just i don't know it reacts to like body heat and just makes everything stuffier and mm. you can't even use it as like a sheet you can lay on on the bed you know what i mean it's like you just get all hot and stuffy mm. and, I, but that's always been like the summer problem that there is no I can't think of a time in summer where I went inside and it wasn't somehow worse than yeah, outside yeah. because it's just how it is, um, in around here. But yeah, it's for the most part, I just, you know, wish that it felt more like autumn all the time. Cause I freaking mm-hmm. love autumn. That's like my favorite season, mm-hmm.
0: but yeah. Isaac or Lask says, Have either of you ever driven a pre 2002 G Wagon? No. I've been restoring a 1998 G320, and I think they're great daily drivers and trail rigs for their price today. I wholeheartedly disagree with you because of Jarl Toyota. (laughs) Have you heard about this thing called a Forerunner? Fjord Runner? Fjord Runner. (laughs) Yeah, you go down the thing. Someone posted like this clip of. angry beavers or something like that and yeah. they just have these like uh swedish guys in them but 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 the but the video just says like the nords in skyrim <laughs> and it's just like i don't want to get pulled can't play it but yeah you get it it's just yeah that. yeah it's yeah, yeah. so yeah i disagree with you i mean it i suppose it'd look cool Again, Mercedes—they they never really entered my sphere, so I have no real feelings for them. Which is, which is going to mean when we finally do like more Mercedes, it's like I just don't care about this brand at all. Mm. What does this mean? Anyway, where will be our SSR weather rebate G wagons? Neil, Neil, Neil Burrow. Hello, Neil. Thank you for the donation. I just got a nineteen eighty five Honda Gold motorcycle. If you can guess the artist the, on the cassette left in it, I will drop another five dollars. You guess and I'll guess. Um, Phil, Phil Collins. No jacket required. I want to say Billy Ocean. Nice. I don't. I it's don't probably going to be so, Billy. Closer to Billy Ocean. Is it? God, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, yeah. Tell me. Tell me. If either of us got it, uh, Ray Dupe Lantier, Ray Dupe Lantier, Ray Dupe Lantier. Would you guys ever review a, a Chevy SSR if the opportunity come up? Is that that weird sort of street truck thing that factory hot rod they made? Yes.
1: Here we go, Chevy SSR that we pick up thing yeah it is yeah
0: yeah sure if, it, if the opportunity came up and they were willing to drive to us oh it's so freaking weird yeah it's it's like boomer bait mm. it's totally boomer bait has got they're all gonna be like made to be a classic the automotive equivalent of a disney commemorative plate you know what this uh, what the chevy ssr
1: kind of looks like except really fat uh okay i don't know that anyone's going to care about this but uh photos leaked online of from the upcoming flash movie which is going to have michael keaton's batman in it um how uh because they're doing like flashpoint which is like i guess they're doing flashpoint where barry messes with the timeline and now there are a bunch of different timelines and i guess batman 89 is in it so like batman has a mercedes and it looks like that like it's Mm. a really weird it's like this mercedes cabriolet thing that's just i mean i know that it wasn't exclusively for the movie i actually have a picture of it that i can show you um but it's basically um i don't know how to uh, here we go this thing huh yeah it's like eh. why (laughs) but i don't know it's mm. it's the batman
0: um and that's a car from 89
1: no it's uh because uh, like keaton's batman is still around and kicking in the present day i guess he's just not really doing it anymore um so i guess oh, he's... so
0: are they are they gonna get michael keaton as an aged batman
1: oh yeah here he is on set hell yeah he doesn't look like he's aged a
0: day and he's like he's got white hair well he's
1: got white hair but i mean like he looks the same he's like like
0: matthew mcconaughey old
1: yeah 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 yeah. that's a good way of putting it yeah
0: um yeah joseph barney says i got my first car this january of 2001 suzuki swift which is or a geo chevy metro if you're ever in the west coast rocky mountains I've submitted it and I'm up for a trip. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I don't know when we'll be on the West Coast ever. I yeah. don't know where and we're going to go to a different part of Pennsylvania apart from going to me going to Oshkosh at the end of next month. So um hmm. Oh yeah, I think I was going to go to Lancaster on Friday cuz there's a guy who was at the car meet and he just wanted to hang out, and I don't really have anything scheduled on Friday. And it would be an excuse to go somewhere for the day. So, yeah, I guess I'll go to Lancaster on Friday. Very nice. Rise Against, and with a generous donation, thank you. Hey guys, you inspired me to track down and buy my high school truck back. Very nice. I don't know what it was. Working on it and watching your old videos was the only thing that could make me smile during the most isolating days of the pandemic. Thanks. Yeah. Working on just wrenching makes days evaporate and embrace the things that go wrong. So, congratulations. You found your old truck back. That's cool. Um, Yeah. I hope it's been good. And thank you for the generous donation. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's Matto doesn't have anything but the capital letter A a whole bunch of times. (laughs) And with a generous (laughs) donation, just ah. ah, But it's good to see it's Matto again. Atomic Puppets. uh, It's a Roman question.
1: Roman, you planning on making an RCR story on Tucker Autos? I recently watched a film and read up on the history. Found it fascinating.
0: Yes, I have. It is
1: in my list of topics. Um, There are two, at least two, like ahead of it. Um, one that I'm absolutely dreading doing and another that is more interesting for me, but I don't think would do as well. So I'm just trying to do the ones that I think would do well. And I know that like group B rally needs to be on there somewhere, but like, cause I feel like it would do well and it would probably be interesting, but also like, I don't Talking about motorsport is weird to me because I don't know anything about it. So every time I do an RCR story that has a motorsport aspect to it, it's me learning new information about it, but um, also kind of realizing how far out of my depth I am. And this is something I've talked about before with kind of, uh, you know, the Mickey Thompson uh, video where, you know, a lot of it was motorsport related. Um, And there's no real way to talk about most automotive companies without talking about like motorsports so even like amc and whatnot had to have a section about motorsport which probably wasn't like if i could go back and do it again i'd probably expand on it a little more but that video was already over two hours long and i was rushing to get well not rushing to get it done but there was a point in time where i was just like it was very overwhelming but not in the way that actually motivates me (laughs) so yeah it's just something where i guess uh i'm going to like the great thing about these rcr story videos is that i'm never going to run out of topics because there are still so many things and so many great recommendations that people keep offering me and so i feel like my cup runneth over all the time um But yeah, thank you so much for the suggestion. And I do want to see Tucker, A Man in His Dream. I think it's on HBO Max right now, uh, Jeff Bridges' movie. Mm. I just love that era of filmmaking where it's like, a 90s or 80s movie but it takes place in like the 1940s and like the rocketeer like art deco yeah. all over the place i freaking love art deco and i love that time period and well i shouldn't say i love the time period because it's like embroiled in war but still yeah it's something where i just have a lot of admiration for the art design of that period and also the style of um of filmmaking you know it's like not as abstract as some of today's like mm. more critically acclaimed films are, which doesn't mean like, I don't get it. I get it. I just don't find it interesting. Yeah. Like,
0: people who in, uh, intentionally obfuscate things. Yeah. Like see tenant. Yeah. Tenant.
1: I don't know what it, anything like, that I'm supposed to uh, like, like about a director who
0: thinks he's above his own audience.
1: Yeah. No, he's, he like, that's Christopher Nolan is just like, Oh,
0: I mean, if- I don't mind a director masturbating, uh, for our benefit. I just have a problem. I don't mind. I don't mind the director jerking off in front of me. I mind it. If he if he's jerking off with his back to me in front of the mirror, just looking at himself. <laughs> That's the difference between a purely masturbatory film, which is my dinner with Andre, which I think yeah. is fantastic versus tenant, which is I'm making this for me. Yeah. Both of those directors made this for themselves, but just one of them was looking at me and the other, and Nolan just had his back turned. Yeah, it's it's like, it's, it's like who was the guy who started playing his solos backwards? Was it Eddie Van Halen? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, who just like would played with his back to the audience the entire time that's
1: no one. I mean that is kind of a very accurate description though of what it is because it's like he didn't want anyone to really get it. It's, yeah. and I mean there is that cool car chase that like happens forwards and backwards and you know there's sorts of like cool and inventive action but that's really the only reason to go see it because you know, there used to be a point in time where Nolan movies were more character driven and now they're more plot driven, which is fine when the plot is good. Like I didn't mind inception being as plot driven and high concept as it was. Right. Um, I didn't
0: mind it. The whole point of the movie is exposition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there's still like a character based nucleus there. With Tenet, it's like there's almost nothing to really like sink your teeth in as far as character goes because it's so heavily reliant on explaining this world and having you marvel at it. Yeah. And he, it's, and I know there are some people who are like, oh, but it's so like, interesting you know the bonds that are for i'm like no like the protagonist is named like the protagonist like, yeah it's just or he doesn't even have a name it's just you know which doesn't mean that you can't tell a good story with a character mm-hmm. that doesn't have a name but it was clear to me that like character wasn't a priority at all mm-hmm. and that bothers me because it's like you can do spectacle and have like a character driven sort. It's like Fury Road as an example. Yeah. Spectacle, but also like, okay, Mad Max is the protagonist, but it's Furiosa's story. Yeah. And that's interesting because it's like, you know, he's almost I won't say a passive observer, but he is like the through line or the, that guides us through yeah. the story. And so I really like enjoy that movie mm-hmm. and have always like over time more than any other Mad Max movie, mm-hmm. because I felt like it was more grounded in an actual story while mm-hmm. all, still delivering like an insane spectacle Yeah. that, I mean, honestly I've seen it on television and it's not the same as when we were in the theater and mm-hmm. obviously how could it be? But still right. it's, spectacle to uh, the nth degree, yeah. which is great, you know?
0: Yeah. The, and don't be afraid to keep the arc of the characters simple. Yeah. Cause like in Fury Road, almost every character had an arc except for, well, no, the, the many mothers, they were, they were just there to,
1: I mean, they kind Kind. of, like, realize that, like, well, I mean, their whole idea is that they're trying to, like, get away from, you know. Men. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, they they, they were kind of, like, singular characters, as was um, Immortan Joe and, like, the dumber son that was, like, kind of like The Rock but didn't. yeah. Um, Played
1: by ex wrestler Nathan Jones, the Colossus of Bago Road. Whoa, 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 I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been in like so many things as just like the nameless giant who's there to like mess things up. I almost feel like that, you know, that one character in the video game Final Fight, where who is very clearly Andre the Giant. Okay. It's like he's that in every movie he's in. Gotcha. But, But yeah.
0: Yeah, i feel like simple like a simple arc also works because like uh carl urban's dread yeah. yeah because all that really happens is dread calls anderson anderson at one point, and stops calling him rookie yeah and like this is the most intense day of anderson's life but for dread it's tuesday yeah yeah
1: basically yeah dread is there as sort of a foil for the partner to facilitate her like development and growth mm-hmm. and yeah. everything and because he has such a strong like steadfast um characterization mm-hmm. of lawfulness yeah and morality like his version of it anyway yeah. um he ends up being like very implacable in that regard but it works for the purposes of the story
0: yeah and you the, watch him cracking just a little bit yeah She's a pass. Yeah, Mm
1: -hmm. which is great because like, and why I'm sad it never got a sequel because with Matt, like Mad Max, you could do like endless movies with that character, just porting in different like Mm -hmm. foil characters who are there to respond and react and grow in dreads place. And maybe you drop a little bit of exposition along the way Mm -hmm. so that you know, we get a little bit more of a fleshed out tread, but he's not really there to Mm -hmm. do that. Maybe in the graphic novels or whatever he is, yeah. but still. eh.
0: Good question. So uh, Les Shark says, I bought a 2009 Accord 5 MT after driving a 2001 SN95 V6 for for five years. I didn't think I'd miss the Mustang as much as I do. It's just an Accord Echoes daily. Yeah, it is, but it ain't. The 5 MT. Um the Accord 5MT is a fantastic thing. Um that could be a car for you. Possibly. The one one with the uh the V six in it. It's it will be faster than a than the um Essex V six powered that's true uh car you have now. Um stealthier too, but then again, Mustangs don't really draw attention at all
1: especially in this area. Yeah, I mean, if you just think, everywhere, it's yeah. Ubiquitous.
0: Chrono Tango says, who is your favorite movie director and what is your favorite movie trope? I don't really have a favorite director. Um, yeah, I don't have, um, I don't really see things like, Oh, this director's doing it. I mean, even yeah, I, I don't have one. Um, Uh, I love the occasional John Carpenter movie. George Miller knows how to show off some cars, though. Yeah. Uh, I guess for me, a director is only as good as his latest project.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, but there's also, you know, a very long, um, dramatic arc in terms of the films that a director makes so that, I mean like who had a better 1993 than steven spielberg between children's list and jurassic park but like if you value different things in your art you know um there are people who like quentin tarantino above everybody and i can understand the argument but for me it's like his past couple of films his past couple of films just haven't done it for me so yeah and i agree about grindhouse like well his half of it anyway like planet terror was all right but death proof was also like you know it was like you were mentioning with uh nolan it's like he's whacking off with his back to you in front of a mirror yeah it's like the you know except like the mirror also has like a <laughs> photograph of feet inside <laughs> the, like the, it's just you know which hey it's fine advocating whatever yeah but it's something where uh for me i like older films and i know that sounds like super pretentious and but i don't necessarily mean like old old um I mean in some cases right, yes
0: Jean Renoir. There, there you, you go. go. There's there's my my cop out answer yeah. Jean Renoir.
1: I like Weiler. I like um uh uh John Ford uh, cuz How Green with My Valley is an mm. amazing movie. Um and then uh like when you get up into oh Peter Weir like just for The Truman Show and Master and Commander right. by the, themselves. Um but yeah, there's like a lot to
0: Who directed th- Gettysburg. Don't Recall. Mm. I want to say <laughs> 'Cause it was a PBS funded thing. Here. Yeah. It's so weird. Let me this is gonna bug me. I gotta find it. All right. It. Very legal, very cool. Says Thoughts on the Pacific Crest Trail. I work near the fur furthest north road of it, Hearts Pass, Washington, where a couple in their seventies host campers and give through hikers warm drinks. Hoping to buy the eighty nine suburban they use. Why do you want theirs? It's just gonna be soaked in hiker stank. Buy any buy the cleanest eighty nine suburban you can find. There's one there's is going to be used up.
1: Ronald F. Maxwell was the answer. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know. It is. Yeah, I don't Whatever. know. <laughs> Good question. Christian Mertz Akko Mertz Akko Yeah, Mertz Akko Mertz Mertz Hello from Rochester. The first car was a hand-me-down 2012 automatic Nissan Versa with 180,000 miles rotting in a barn because of cvt yeah yeah oh they find out that their five thousand dollar car needs four thousand needs a four thousand dollar transmission so there there it sits yep sounds like a cvt which unfortunately you can't really rebuild a cvt you just got to get a new one um so that's a thing i mean it's not even something that subaru with with their metal bands you know. there was some guy at Bruce's who had one of the uh, CVT Imprezas. He just drove it all the time, and uh, it already had two thousand, had two hundred thousand miles, and uh, need a new CV. Need just a whole new transmission. Take out the old one, put a new new one in. There is no rebuilding it. There is no getting around it. You just need a new one. So, yeah, I can see why people just give up on cars like that. It's a, the CVTs are a bit throwaway, but they kind of have to be. It's not like a torque converter you can replace. And certainly it's not like a manual where as long as you're fine to the gears, they're not going to shred. And you just need a new clutch every, maybe once in the car's life, as long as you're kind to it. Um, Yeah, sounds right. Thanks for the donation. Italian Ice 678. Thank you for the donation. Says, I wish I had a valid car question, but you guys rock anyways. You rock for watching Mm -hmm. and allowing us to have an easy job. Thank you. James Evan from New Zealand. Hi from New Zealand. Oh, I wish I was back. Don't we all? I love your videos. I currently drive a 1996 XH Falcon Ute, the last of the monocoque chassis that Ford made, and a stick shift 1998 Ford Mondeo S24 with a 2.5 liter V6. They're both great fun. Yep, never drove a Falcon Ute. I drove that one true Falcon down there. Mm-hmm. And I missed that time just driving along the beach. And I had this one video of, uh, that I made for myself of the point of view on that motorcycle riding along that beach. It wasn't near Piha it was near someplace else. And it's I the, set it to Montego Bay by Bobby Bloom. And, uh, yeah, like some of my favorite memories of New Zealand was just motorcycle riding. And that time on the guy's uh, zero motorcycle, he took me for a trip around, around Wellington. We just did a, like a loop at the town and that was just great. There was a lot of times in New Zealand where I just wanted to stop driving and sit and look. Sit and look. That's all I really want to do. And take comfort that things are safe here, mm. which is a, hard earned emotion to the landscape. Not many places that I've been to have or deliver that sensation, but New Zealand does. You're safe here. And I guess that's why land prices are what they are there. Um, It's hard to get that. Maybe you can get that on Martha's Vineyard Island or some places in New Hampshire, Vermont, and Maine. Um, We can't get that in Florida. Maybe you can get that on the Outer Banks. And still haven't, I still haven't gone to Lake Superior yet. That's a place I'd like to see. But trying to find a spot of land or a town where you the royal you feel protected Hmm. yeah i miss it thanks for it thanks for the question thanks for the donation newt newt says i'm finally getting my license at age 20. that's fine is a two-seater a suitable daily driver for someone with no friends yeah everyone around me says i need more space well The answer is always Miata. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing is, if you have no friends, that means you have no friends to help you wrench on it. And most of these little two-seaters are built with the knowledge that the owner is going to do some of the preventative maintenance. And a Miata is no exception. Now, probably every mechanic knows how to work on a Miata. God knows there's plenty of them. But you can always get around that with a two plus two. I mean, your insurance is going to be higher. That's why they make two plus two cars. Those two back seats. Even my Sarah's like that. Forget about those back seats. I drive with the back seats folded down in that car. Most of the people I know with older Mustangs just drive with the seats folded down. They're, they're useless. Don't don't use them. Um, so I I can see their argument, but it would behoove you to look at two plus two coupes because you may save more on insurance that way. But again, Miata is always the answer. Thank you, Newt Newt. Dropkick suplex. Thank you for your donation. I'm conflicted. I want to build a BIPU. Huh? Mm -hmm. Huh? I want to build a Mm B-I-P-P-U. BIPU. A BIPU. Mm BIPU. A BIPU. But I'm torn between an Infiniti G37 sedan and a Lexus LS430. Oh, a VIP car. Okay. Well, then, well, yeah, your old Toyota, do the Lexus. Yeah, the Infiniti is just going to look like you do that. You're going to, uh, Infiniti G37 is trash class. Don't get one of those. Get the Lexus LS430. You will be happier. If you have any suggestion at all, would tip the scale, let me know. Yeah, you're, the Lexus already is luxurious. An Infiniti G37 is just gonna feel like a shitty nail salon inside when you're done gluing all that plastic crap. At least a Lexus you're starting out with a base that's good. You could even buy a Toyota Celsius or off of like Japanese classics or anything else or probably less than what it costs to buy a super clean Lexus LS 400 or, or 400 series. Yeah, those are my suggestions um bob says so what brands do you care about like what in general yeah i mean um uh, as far as potato chips go i guess i'm kind of
1: a lazy man but um uh,
0: i don't know it's hard because like 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 in in regards to what yeah what kind toyota i i guess
1: i mean i do like fords uh, But I mean, it's something that I was kind of—I kind of grew up on. Uh, oh, he says cars. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, so Toyota, Toyota. Toyota.
0: Yeah. Well, the cars that I own: Toyota and Subaru, and old Nissans and Hondas. That I never really bonded emotionally with the Honda Fit. It was just an appliance, and I treated it as such um yeah my echo i liked a lot yeah yeah so yeah good question now boris ts karloff thank you again a familiar face rcr the musical when never (laughs) i actually wrote an rcr well okay like i wrote sort of like this
1: joking sort of thing that used all the christmas songs and some of the stuff from the rcr album that you know ties together into like a loose narrative about the death of print journalism Mm. but it's or in the automotive community but it's something that isn't really like it's not viewable for anybody because it's terrible so Mm -hmm. that's kind of like the joke um is that it's bad where as this isn't the producers where you know, you make a profit on a bad musical on purpose, but I don't know. You know, it's just there's a million other things worth doing
0: more important. I mean, I have this thing I want to read. Go for it's it. It's a book I saw in the coffee shop. First, I will read the title from the best selling author collection, New York Times best selling author. Susan Mallory, a shelter in a soldier's arms, a place to stay, shelter. It was such a basic need and one that a single mom, Ashley Churchill had always been able to provide for her little girl until her luck turned and the only protection she could find was in her stony and tactum boss security specialist jeff ritter jeff warned he was only offering to share his home not his life and that suited ashley just fine she would make it on her own and yet jeff's broad shoulders were oh so tempting to lean on and in his arms ashley found a whole new kind of shelter a home but no matter how close they became jeff was always barric jeff always barricaded a part of himself away And Ashley wondered if he could ever allow himself to come in from the storm to find his own shelter with her. It should be in her. (laughs) (laughs) They they missed a perfect joke. His own shelter in her. And then some blur from this thing called Booklist. Romance novels don't get much better than Mallory's expert blend of emotional nuance humor, and superb storytelling. Shove a wrench in your pussy. <laughs> <Book> list. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's like, I guess the idea of a bodice ripper in today's... Well, I mean, this is...
0: Why isn't he dressed like oh former security specialist? I mean, it's weird. I want Jocko Willing to just read the backs of romance novels.
1: <laughs> he doesn't even look particularly like the character as described it's like they just got a generic male model yeah. which i guess like the whole point of it is that you're able to project whatever you want on this you know yeah whatever guy and it, after a certain point you're just thinking you know who's actually reading these but then you see like new york times best you're like well somebody must be reading these things yeah. and you know sometimes i i guess that's kind of like the comfort food in the way that like hallmark channel original movies mm. about christmas and how inevitably it's a woman who has a lousy boyfriend and then she meets a guy who yeah. secretly owns like a bakery or some shit but he doesn't yeah. believe in christmas and she needs to change him yeah. so he believes in christmas again or whatever i don't know and it's- oh
0: by the way he's financially supportive yeah oh yeah well of course yeah yeah that was <laughs> Christian R says, Mr. Regular, I recently bought a 2003 Forester for cheap. Any advice on the interior cleaning and head gaskets? Uh, head gaskets, yeah. My advice is have $3,000 and pay someone to do it right. <laughs> um, as far as the interior goes, uh, just go to the YouTube channel, The Detail Geek, and just do what he does, which means you first get a shop vac, vacuum all up the crumbs and everything yeah. else, and then you... If you really wanna go off crazy, you bring it, unbolt the seats, take them inside, or if you're gonna leave them in. Like, here, here's what I've been doing with the Forester to keep all the hiker stank out of it. I use general purpose cleaner. I just use Amazon brand, commercial grade, general purpose cleaner lavender scent. Mm. And you mix one, uh, usually, you know I've been doing it pretty thick so I'm almost like five to one ratio mm. it's more like 20 you're supposed to do 21 and I'm like hiker is pretty damn stinky yeah I need that lavender to just shove in the seats so I mix it up in a in a generic spray bottle and then just just hose the seats down yeah just soak them in let them sit for a little bit get the drill brush just a little drill uh, brush. You can get them on Amazon. Put them on the end of your electric drills. Zzz, you know, make them all foamy Damn. on the seats. Out come the uh, Bissell little green. Pick whatever wet, dry vac you want. And then just spray that down with a little attachment. Suck it up. Suck up all the stuff. You're never going to get them dry. Those little vacuums can't get them all the way dry. The way I get my seats dry, and this you need a garage to do and power in your garage. But I put a dehumidifier in the car. And then mm. just let it run all night, and then in the morning it's fresh and dry, and it doesn't smell like anything in there. Mm. So that's pretty good.
1: I will say I could have died looking at that Instagram post of like all the all the that stank mud coming out and the yeah. mud and the. It was sweat. great this
0: morning. Like I got into the car, it smelled like nothing. It's like wow. fantastic. And then I go pick up two hikers, and they stink. Yeah. Oh god. It's just. Poison ivy. Really I need like like a tube of like anti-itch cream like in every corner of the house now mm. um but the, but the, the yeah good question zach heilman says master and commander is an underrated film yeah it you is. know what else is underrated the sign oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> rise again said like, man the truck is a 2000 and a year 2000 gmc sonoma uh, i unwillingly called the owner at his funeral what I unknowingly called the owner at his well, how'd you what? Was, How do you call someone at their funeral? Uh, maybe I'll explain. And his daughter-in-law answered the phone. I bought it two weeks later. It has it has a teeth rattling factory HD suspension. Well, just buy new buy new dampers and stuff. Lord knows you can buy like the cheapest ones you can find on Rock Auto. Good question. Joshua Sutherland says. Zanfell helps so much with the Ivy. That's a, I guess, some brand. I used some this morning. Thoughts on first gen focus manual hatch wagons? Yep, yeah, fine. As long as they're manuals, they're fine. I mean, they're going to be old and they're going to smell like sweat and cigarettes, but uh, yeah, they will be fine. I think they're fine cars. I got to drop off the old actuator and then I got to go to the gym. Yep. But Grayscale Griff says, with the increasing prices of early Miatas, at what point does the Miata is always the answer stop being true? I don't know. Maybe not within our lifetime. And what car will replace it? Probably the next Miata. See, there's so many Miatas. Yes, they're increasing now because a rising tide raises all prices of used cars. But there's so many that there will always be someone buying and selling. So, Yeah. Because right now, probably the ones to buy are the uh, third gens, the ones that I hate. Um, But they're still Miatas, and they're still going to be fun. Um, So that's where you are. Mm. Um, It's I don't think not within our lifetime will they stop being the answer. Um, So yeah, the answer is no. And thank you for the donation. And also thank you, John Cannon. No question, but thank you. Thank you for gas money, Boris TS Karloff. Again, thank you so much read some weather please (laughs) okay let's see what the
1: weather's going to be doing today and tomorrow or read vintage weather from 20 years ago i mean this winter was 25 years since the infamous storm of 96 or the blizzard of 96 where like no one had school for like a week or two wednesday
0: 23rd, Wednesday night, a few passing clouds, low 50, winds light and variable. And then on Thursday, sunny skies, high 78, winds southeast at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Thursday night, mostly clear skies, low 15, winds light and variable. Friday, Intervals of clouds and sunshine high 80 degrees wind south at five to ten miles an hour Friday night partly cloudy skies early evening giving way to a few showers after midnight low sixty four winds light and variable chance of rain thirty percent and now your weekend outlook on Saturday Overcast. A stray shower or a thunderstorm is possible. High. 83. Winds south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. And on Saturday night. Cloudy. Low. 69. Nice. Nice. Winds south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. And on Sunday. Cloudy skies early, followed by partial clearing. A stray shower or thunderstorm is possible. High, 86. Winds south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Sunday night. Partly cloudy skies during the evening will give way to cloudy skies overnight. Low, 69. Nice. Winds south at 5 to 10 miles an hour. And now our extended outlook. Monday. Partly to mostly cloudy with isolated thunderstorms developing during the afternoon. High, 87. Winds south-southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Chance of rain, 30%. Monday night. Partly cloudy with a slight chance of thunderstorms. Low, 69. Nice. Winds south at 5 to 10 miles an hour chance of rain 30 percent this concludes your extended weather forecast
1: you're gonna open your email one day and hey i'm max (laughs) weathersby with the weather channel yeah and we're
0: interested in being in the brian business i think i only flubbed that once so that's not too bad
1: no that's not bad at all are you kidding
0: Normally we need a weather and radio or an only fans account. We don't have one. We need both. They <laughs> <laughs> need a subscription service of people cooking. Call it only pans.
1: Nah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's one way to make that bread.
0: What if like <laughs> a big titted lady just reading the weather, but not like doing anything else.
1: So like, any local
0: news station oh, okay yeah, walk right into <laughs> well, that one yeah, well spanish davy gray especially. says and from england i think or the uk excuse me brian once you're able would you ever import a peugeot 206 in the us there's a good chance i will and nick what car from the uk do you want to own uh literally any mg um oh we got a guy with a td I think, I I don't know if I emailed her or not. I think a Mustang TD predates the MG. Mm. Um, I don't think they even came with doors. I think there was just one of those things where there's a cutout and you just step over it. Yeah. It's a little bit wampa-dampa.
1: A little bit. Mm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I don't really mind, but it's also something where, you know, again, like when we talk about wanting to own, it's like, stuff from the UK. Like, I don't know to what extent, like it would have a reasonable home here.
0: Like, like a London taxi. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like something I, you know, but man, I miss the UK. I feel about the UK the way you feel about New Zealand. Mm. It's something where, you know, there's very few things I didn't love about that place. So
0: Mm. now we got one guy coming in here, Ryan. Thank you for your donation. says I own two SW twenties and a 1964 Dodge Dart. I was sad to see you sell your Falcon and AW 11, but I understand. I got my mr two at age 16 in 2007. Now that I'm 31, it gets harder to daily, but I'm dedicated. Damn it. Yeah. Th- thanks for being dedicated to uh, SW 20. Yeah. Thanks for keeping with. running too. Um, it's going to be harder and harder. So the more knowledge you gain by, being able to repair an MR2, um, the more lucrative your knowledge is going to be because there's not many people who can work on those cars anymore. Yeah, it's
1: always good to have a specialized knowledge base.
0: Yeah, well, I think we're gonna start wrapping this thing up. All right, yeah. Um, well,
1: we're at 99. 99. Next one has to be like big and it doesn't necessarily have to be next week, but whenever it is, it should be like yeah of, an, of a decent
0: size. That, that place that we were thinking about doing it, the guy yeah. said, yeah. So it could be a location shoot.
1: That would definitely be cool.
0: My buddy Tom thinks he's going to be home. If we do like a gigantic thing, um, let's see if if we had Tom and Ben, but then Joe would want to be there as well. um, We'd have to, we've got these three mics. Well, and a fourth over there. Yeah. Um, So, and it would be, it, it would really depend on how much, uh, on how much like space we can take up at the bar. Yeah. Which would be a question for him, which I'm sure I'll run into him at some point. It'd be like a
1: massive round table
0: thing, but not Oh, right. Cause we were thinking let's, maybe it'd be better not to do it at the bar. Maybe someone said there's that one table over by the windows, that that may be a better place to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is fine by me. I uh, saw someone suggest a title doing the century, which is nice. Or, you know, it's nice to think about, hundred of these and wonder how many of them kind of I don't know it's, yeah. they're all things to think about and it's I know it's weird I don't complete thoughts but I have incomplete thoughts so yeah uh doing a call Joe over 100 that sounds like the worst mm. idea ever yeah. but um just with respect to people because we love you all but it's yeah. still something where you know you're putting
0: yourself in the mercy of, I gotta pee so All right, that's it. Yes, that's it. Uh, For regular car reviews, I'm Brian. I'm Nick. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. Have a good night. Bye. Thanks.